Hello and welcome to Leadership Minutes. I'm your host, Ed Brixey. This week, we're discussing the new divide that we're seeing between employee and employer work styles. Here we are in Massachusetts. It's a month after Memorial Day. We're all transitioning out of the COVID pandemic and returning to work has suddenly become complicated. New cultural norms have been set in place after a year of working remotely. New tools have been added to many workers' repertoires, and the organizations now face a daunting task of, once again, we're changing the way people operate, oftentimes drastically. In 2020, when all of this kicked off, we faced a change out of need, not desire. There was a marked forcefulness into our rapid adaptation of working remotely, and it fueled innovations, ideas, and new structures into our workdays. At first, it was only supposed to last two or three weeks, but now, 16 months later, the influence of the pandemic wanes, yet we're facing this fundamental shift. And it's been given enough time to build habits around these new areas of work and for people to make marked changes in their lives. So the verdict is yet to be decided on how best to reopen our workplaces. Last year, many companies announced limiting that office footprint. New hybrid models are becoming ubiquitous across many organizations, and many of the conversations I have with organizational leaders, they're trying to figure out doing something hybrid because, well, we have the tools now. We can show that it works, and so far, people are productive remotely. But what we're seeing more and more in these last couple weeks is as these new models are announced, there's a contingent of workers that have decided, I'm comfortable being remote. Here in Boston, I don't want to commute an hour and a half to go 10 miles, five days a week. I'd be welcome to one or two maybe, but there's others that say, no, I just don't want to. And they're quitting as these new models are being announced. They're saying, no, that's not the way I want to work. I'm going to find an organization that's going to let me do that. And Surprisingly, there's organizations out there that are embracing it. So in putting together our new models, we're not just able to flip a switch and say, yep, we're back. So with this change, with this new step back into a new style of work, How are we implementing this change? And how are we having these plans be adapted and embraced by our workers? Because remote work has been proven to work for some people. I've talked with many people that have built out their home offices, are perfectly happy with the commute across the living room, and enjoy the flexibility, the family time, and everything else. In fact, a survey from FlexJobs, of the workers that wish to remote, 84% want to lose the commute. 75% are citing the cost savings. COVID concerns were only 32%, and that was back in April at the time of the survey. That's bound to be even lower now. So carrying this into our planning for our organizations is a big, big piece of this. 
moving forward, we're going to see these multiple viewpoints coming to a head in our organizations as the workers' styles and skills begins to impact their employment more deeply. Nearly everyone I've talked to that wants to return to the office, it is primarily socially driven. I miss the camaraderie. I miss the collaboration. We work better as a team when we're all together. For workers that were relatively isolated in their jobs, who were relatively you know, producing reports or doing whatever it was that they were doing that didn't require much interaction, those are the ones that I see that are not in any real rush to go back. So if we're crafting out our organizations, if we're planning for office space and if we want a hot desk or not, taking these different styles into account is going to be incredibly important for us to grow that plan because we want to see that full integration of people within our organization. And that's going to become one of the greatest challenges moving forward. Because if we're adopting a hybrid model and we're hot desking or we're hoteling, how are we making sure teams collaborate? How are we making sure that there's a group of five desks so that when the team comes in on a Tuesday afternoon, they can get it? Or our Tuesday afternoon is going to be the hot time and all the teams are going to be fighting for resources at that point. And Mondays and Fridays are kind of open because, well, if I have the choice on what days I get to not have to commute, I'm going to give myself the longer weekend, let's be honest. We've given ourselves a lot more options after this year. We have a lot of new ideas in the workplace and we have a lot of new best practices coming into play. But we also have a lot of freedom of choice because every organization is going to be approaching this very differently. And during this adaptation time, which personally I estimate to be the next 12 to 18 months from now, we're going to see a lot of changes in these policies. We're going to see a lot of changes in these practices. And we're going to see a lot of people who prefer one over the other. And that's going to become a piece of their employment decisions. So finding those areas to fit people's needs, any newly changes in their work styles and the way they collaborate, incorporating all the tools and best practices that we can take away from the past year is why this next change will honestly be harder than the one we faced in March of 2020. Back then we had to. Now we have choice. Take some time and think about the options that not only do you see for your organization, but what do your personnel see? What new habits have they learned over this past year? What do they like? What do they not like? And what are they looking for moving forward? I've seen a lot of organizations passing out some surveys, but a survey is one thing. Getting out there and directly asking people, getting getting reinforcement, understanding the feedback, and going a little bit deeper than just a, how many days do you expect to be in the office or would you like to be in the office, is going to provide much, much better detail towards understanding the new dynamics we're going to face in our workplaces. As we begin to understand some of these changes, we have to appreciate the many different viewpoints and experiences that we've all had over the past year. We're no longer just flipping a switch and going back to normal. 
if this had only lasted two weeks and this was, we were having these conversations in the late April, May of 2020, that would have been easy. But we've long passed that period. We've developed new habits, we've developed new skills, we've learned new tools. And there's some awesome new best practices that we can begin to incorporate. But at the same time, that community, that collaboration, and that bringing people together for our organizations is absolutely critical if we are going to remain innovative and competitive. Finding the ways to do the best of both worlds requires a delicate touch. And it starts with having strong conversations with your teams and understanding what those viewpoints and those new opinions are and figuring out the best options from there. Thank you for joining me on Leadership Minutes. It has been great to take this journey with you, and I look forward to continuing in the future. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast subscriber, and definitely check out leadfromthefront.net for not only this podcast, but much more great content. Have a fantastic day. I look forward to continuing the journey with you soon. This podcast is copyrighted by Edward Brixey, all rights reserved. No part may be copied, modified, republished, transmitted, or otherwise distributed without express written permission.